Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, it's time for today's AM Minnesota program. Told the guests they have the B team today. Jerry filling in for Gordy while he's on the men, but... It's a very important topic, and I know, Dan Tranter, you've been in the studio with Gordy on the air many times, and I'd never heard of radon, which is the topic today, until you started talking to Gordy about it. Yeah, we've been coming, uh, Sarah and I, for a few years now to uh, talk to Gordy about radon, so I'm looking forward to our conversation this morning. And we still have some educating to do, and we're going to find out a little bit more about that prison company included. I was kidding, Sarah. And Sarah, you're with uh, Rice County Health Department, right? Yes, I yeah. am. Yep. And tell us a bit about your background. How did you get into health care and end up uh, working with folks in Rice County? Oh, that's a long story, Jerry. I'll be brief. I did Peace Corps <laughs> in Zambia, Central <gasps> Africa, realized I wanted to work in the area of health. So I was helping raise fish, farm, raise fish there, um, decided to come back to Minnesota and ended up at Rice County Public Health after getting my graduate degree in the University of Washington. Seattle. And where did you actually grow up then? And uh, West of Albert Lee. My oh, parents so have a farm west of then. Albert Lee. Yeah, in fact, I know your niece from volleyball. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's another long story, but we'll talk about Ooh, I it. I think it's and, basketball. Sorry. Oh, yeah. My nieces were good basketball yeah, players. I was going to say west of Albert Lee, you're getting pretty close to God's country there yep, where I yep. grew up. <laughs> so here's a real test. Do you know where Matawan is? Yeah. Oh, Boy, you got to be local. <laughs> Two miles from Madeline. We'll have to do another show together. Yes. <laughs> and Dan, how long have you been with the Minnesota Department of Health? And where did you grow up in your background? And obviously you deal with a lot of other topics besides radon, but I've gotten the impression radon is kind of your passion. Yeah, so I've been with the Minnesota Department of Health since 2001. I've been in the indoor air unit, and we deal with all sorts of indoor air hazards like radon, mold, carbon dioxide, smoking, um, I got a degree from the University of Minnesota in public Wise health. Wise choice. Yeah. <laughs> Give them the bump uh, there. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Yeah, so yeah, I have a background in public health and I've uh, been trying to help the public uh, address these indoor air pollutants that can be found in homes. I actually grew up overseas myself. I grew up in Istanbul, Turkey, and then I came here for college. I went to college in St. Paul and McAllister and then on to graduate school at the U of M. I was on the St. Paul campus for... That's where I lived. I had classes in Minneapolis, so I know where McAllister is. Yeah. Well, how long or how many years have we been aware of radon and that it was a major health issue? It doesn't go back all that far, does it, Dan? The awareness really started to grow in the 1980s as a research uh, was building and the federal government uh, announced awareness campaigns to increase testing and fixing homes. And they started dispersing these small grants to state agencies and others. That started in the late 1980s. So since then, we've been doing these education and awareness campaigns uh, to encourage people to test and fix their homes. And I can see where then you're working with local county health departments like Rice County and Sarah because two plus two many times is a new math and you end up with five or six and getting the word out. And that's kind of what 
Yeah. Locally, you do, right, Sarah? Yeah, that's uh, what we're doing here. Different. So Rice County Public Health has test kits for radon available free to the public. So our office is located at 320 uh, 3rd Street Northwest. The residents of Rice County can walk in and pick up a free test kit. Um, we have some education available. We want people to test their homes. And we should talk a little bit about what radon is. Yeah, and before yeah. we do that, isn't it ironic that as we get better about one thing, maybe it creates another problem? Because back when maybe I was growing up or my parents, well, homes weren't sealed up and insulated quite the way they are now. So maybe you didn't need to worry about uh, something like radon building up. But now, you know, it's all about energy efficiency and we're tightening these homes up. And now here we have another concern. Yeah, we see radon problems in all sorts of homes. It's kind of hard to predict by looking at it and its age or other features. Um, we just recommend everyone test their home because it is a, a cancer-causing gas. Odorless, colorless, so we have no idea it's there, correct? Exactly, yeah. It comes from the soil. We naturally have a lot of uranium in our soils in Minnesota, especially southern Minnesota. Really? When you say that, I think of like... Uh Nevada or Arizona where you have the uranium mines, but Minnesota. Yeah, we have uh, some uh, ground up rock like granite that can contain quite a bit of uranium. So that coupled with our homes being closed up most of the year, our long cold winters, of course, that can lead to high level, high levels of radon in our homes. So it comes from the soil. It gets drawn in through the pathways and gaps and cracks open uh, sump holes, crawl spaces, and it can build up to high concentrations in the home. And because it's a type of radiation, if you breathe it for a period of time, it could be months or years, depending on the concentration, uh, that radiation can damage our lungs. And if that damage is not healed and repaired correctly, it can lead to lung cancer. And now you, maybe you're talking years and years of exposure and eventually it can catch up with you then. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, lung cancer is a very significant health problem in our, our country. It's the leading cause of cancer death in the United States. About 127,000 people die from wow. lung cancer. And for a lot of people, the perception is it's caused by smoking yeah. and a story. And yes, smoking is the leading cause of lung cancer. But after that, radon is considered the second leading cause of lung cancer. And unfortunately, with lung cancer, um, it's usually diagnosed quite late. Stage three or four. So it's symptom-free for quite some time exactly. when you find yeah. out you have the symptoms, it's advanced. Then. Yeah, and then once you're diagnosed, um, the five-year survivorship rate is about 26 to 27%. So most people, unfortunately, pass away within the first couple of years of diagnosis. And the other interesting thing about lung cancer is it's maybe one of the most preventable types of cancers. So... By eliminating smoking, reducing our radon exposure, reducing air pollution, we can greatly reduce our risk of lung cancer. And that can't be said for a lot of cancers. There's complex genetic yeah. and other factors in play. So it's it's a, a very common cancer, very deadly cancer, and a preventable cancer. Very preventable. Yeah. So we want people to test their homes and fix their homes if the levels are high. And Sarah, you mentioned before we went on the air, if your home does test high, it is fixable and they say confession is good for the soul so jerry's going to have a confession after the market break and i gave sarah the heads up that she has to have her lecture 
ready. And I think Dan's already smirking. I think he knows where this is going. But first, we'll take the market break, sponsored by the KDHL Ag Boosters. They include Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency in Near Strand. Craig does help protect all things important and valuable to you. It's Wednesday morning. Hogs are mixed. Soybeans, cattle, and corn are lower. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. For decades, Stein has represented simply the best in corn genetics. They offer more than 50 lines of the highest performing corn featuring a broad range of traits. Stein has yield. Soybeans are seeing a little bit of profit taking after Tuesday's games with questions about China's economy. Parts of Argentina should be hot and dry into next week while conditions in Brazil are mostly good. March beans are down five and three quarters at 12.13. May is five and a quarter lower at 12.22 and a half. March bean meals a dollar forty lower at three sixty one sixty. March bean oils now five higher at forty six oh five. Corn's week seen a correction, watching development weather in Argentina and second crop planting in Brazil. Ethanol production is expected to bounce back from last week's weather influenced drop. Big question is whether stocks are going to be up for the ninth week in a row. March corn's down a quarter at four forty seven and a half. May's down one and one quarter at four fifty seven and a half. And wheat's down on profit-taking and the uh, continued slow export demand as Russia remains in control of the market. Weekly sales numbers are out tomorrow. March Chicago's eight and three quarters lower at 5.96 and three quarters. Ahead of key economic data, March cotton's up 16 at 84.94 and May's 20 higher at 86.26. On profit-taking, most active March rice is down two and a half at 18.15. Live and feeder cattle are down on profit-taking in yesterday's drop in beef. They're waiting for widespread direct business and this afternoon's on inventory numbers. February live's down 72 at 177.30. April's 95 lower at 180.80. March feeders are down $1.15 at 240.17. And hogs are mixed, adjusting spreads and keeping an eye on demand. Pork was lower yesterday. February leans up 2 at 75.87. April's down 27 at 84.62. The dollar's down, crude oil's lower, and the Dow's up. John Perkins, Brownfield. AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. The market update sponsored by the KDHL Agro Boosters, including Werner Farm Seed at Dundas for quality seed at reasonable prices, including cover crop seed. Give Paul or Gene a call, 507 645 7995. Read on is the topic on today's AM Minnesota program in studio, Sarah Coulter with the Rice County Department of Public Health and Dan Tranter, who is with the Minnesota Department of Health. Dan, let's just reiterate before we pick up and get to confession time, radon naturally occurring here in Minnesota and is the most easily preventable cancer-causing issue yeah. in in the country. It is a fairly easy thing to deal with. Um, it does cause cancer. As you said, it causes lung cancer. And, and the good news is we can address this issue. We can test our homes, follow the instructions. It's fairly straightforward. If it's high, we can fix our homes. There are many, many qualified licensed professionals that can install radon mitigation systems. Well, let's bring Sari in here because you commented before we went on the air that you tested your home being a good little girl, following yep. all the rules and recommendations. <laughs> and were you shocked when you found out that... So actually what happened in our home is we purchased a home that had already been mitigated. So our mitigation system has been placed in our home for over 12 to probably, probably I think 2008 is when it got installed. 
So the system has had um, one maintenance attempt. So we have uh, pipes going into the uh, foundation of our home that are actively pulling the gas out from underneath the home and venting it to the outside. So there is a fan. I never have heard the fan. It's such a quiet thing. Um, and it's venting that gas outside. The system has a uh, monitor on it that indicates whether or not the fan is working. And my, I noticed my fan had uh, was not, no longer pulling pressure. So we got the, the system maintained. Um, and now we know, uh, actually, Kylie and I uh, went and checked. I have a coworker here in the studio with me. The shy type like me. Yep, She's yep, just yep. saying. <laughs> and we noticed um, that the fan is actively pulling now. So, yes, I have a mitigation system in my home. And I do continue to test my home about every five years to ensure Just to make that, sure that everything yep, you is got working. Yeah. You got it. Maybe yep. the the rocks that it's coming from, maybe something changed and now more is coming. So yep. just because you checked it once and now we have a system, I yep. don't need to worry about it. Not yep. so. Yep. Yep. The recommendation is to test every five years. The first question that pops in my mind, especially during some of these economic times where a lot of folks are struggling to pay the bills, it sounds like it might be a little bit expensive to put in a mitigation system. It can cost about fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars. Wow, that's average. not even near what when you start talking about putting pipes under uh -huh. your footings or you know, that's starting to sound kind of expensive to me. But Yeah, some people are surprised. By the price being lower than they thought. Yeah, on average, it's about 1500 to 3000 And I have a similar story with Sarah. I'm on my third house. My first two houses I tested and they came back low. My third house, which I'm living in now, the previous homeowner put a radon system in. And it continues to work. It's been in my house for 11 years. And I've had no problems with it. I continue to test just to verify radon is low. Are there any cost share programs or things to help folks that uh, maybe uh, find out that they have an issue in their home, their dream home? <laughs> well, as far as testing is concerned, you could start um, with your local health department, like Rice County has test kits. Uh, many counties give them out for free. Some of them may charge a few dollars. If your county doesn't have kits or they're all out of kits, you can also go online to mn.radon.com and purchase kits for $12.95. That's another option. A couple cups of coffee these days. Yeah, so <laughs> testing is easy and inexpensive. If you're purchasing a home, like during the home inspection, we recommend hiring a licensed measurement pro, like a third-party expert, to do the testing just to make sure the testing is done correctly. Or if you're testing a large building like a multifamily or commercial building or school, also, you should use a professional. But if you're just testing your own home for your own knowledge, you're in your home, you know if the windows are going to be closed, you know how the house is operating, you can follow the instructions and do the testing yourself. Pretty straightforward then. First thing that pops in my mind is typically I'm not a big, we don't need government regulating and doing everything for us. But on the other hand, as I'm older and wiser now, maybe... There are some good rules and regulations. First thing that pops in my mind is because we just sold our house in Faribault and moved to Lakeville. And so we're dealing with real estate agents. And that sounds like a pretty good requirement that should be uh, involved in, in the selling and buying a home that homes should be checked. So what is required when selling your home is disclosure and notification. So that means the seller needs to answer a few questions. Has a radon test been done, yes or no? If yes, what were the results? Is there a mitigation system? So it is kind of addressed then already. It is to some degree. There's a disclosure requirement and there's also a notification requirement. So the, the seller needs to provide the buyer a two-page publication. And then the buyer can look at that 
and make an informed decision. Do I want to have a test done like during the home inspection or maybe I'll deal with it later when I move in? So they're fully informed and educated on it. There is no testing requirement, just a disclosure and notification requirement. Well, boy, it sounds like a pretty easy thing. Uh, you're going looking at home and you know the right people like Sarah and you've got a kit. You could just test it right there when you're looking at a home. Yeah. 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 We would suggest though using a pro because you as the buyer, you're not in the home. So you don't know what the seller's yeah. doing. Maybe they, they closed open the windows. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. They might mess around with it intentionally or unintentionally. So having that professional do the test is better because they use a digital device that can detect uh, if the device has been moved or if the windows have been opened because it can detect temperature, relative humidity, and pressure. Mm -hmm. So if something's changed in the house, that can detect it. That's a digital device that's more sophisticated than the DIY test kits that like Rice County distributes doesn't have those sensing capabilities. And my first thought too then, Sarah, is okay, you have a kit. Oh, if it, if it says you're fine, I'd probably be okay with that. But if all one says you have higher levels, I think then I would call in a professional and say, hey, let's get some professionals involved here in, in what we need to do about this. Yeah, so the test kits that we have available at Rice County Public Health, you would do one test using, and I actually brought it. I realize we're on the radio, but I brought a test kit. Uh, it doesn't um, look too complicated. No, it's really not too complicated. And my wife says I'm very good at following rules and instructions. Oh, good, good. Well, you can oh, stop boy. by the public health office and pick one of these test kits up for your Lakeville, Lakeville home then. So you do one test, and if it comes back at a little bit higher of a level, you can perform, uh, well, at, at eight or above, you can perform a follow-up short-term test kit, which you can also get. It's the same test kit. You just run it a second, second time. time. Kind of double-check the first one. Then. Yeah. And if you're in like a mid-range of results, then you would perform a long-term test kit, which we don't have at Public Health, but we can help you find yeah. resources to Pull get that number, kit. Pull the number, the levers to get some help then to pursue it further. Yep. And if it's a real low result, then it's just recommended to retest within two to five years. All right. So now confession is good for the soul. So we built a house in Faribault, lived here for 20 years. And air exchanges were already a requirement in the house. And we sold that house and we moved up to Lakeville, air exchanger and brand new house. We've never checked for radon. I just kind of assumed that, well, that we're exchanging air like I asked once, a few times a day, we're exchanging the air, so can't be a problem, right? Maybe, maybe not. The only way to know is to test. Yeah, you really can't assume um, based on whether there's an air exchanger or not, or how old the house is, or how tight the house is. Well, you mentioned earlier, there is no rhyme or reason to say, we can look at this house in this location and kind of assume that it's a candidate for maybe a problem that you can't make those generalizations. Yeah, the only way to know is to test. An air exchanger may help, but it, that is assuming it's installed, operated, maintained, clean. Oh, there's that glitch all again. All that stuff, right? So it may help to and some degree. And you maybe degree. change your filters and making sure. Yeah, are you doing all the maintenance? Um, even so, even a perfectly installed and maintained air exchanger may reduce radon about 25 to 50%. So if you're sitting at a high level, that might not be enough to get it down below what's called the action level. So we didn't explain that. The action level is 4.0. So when the levels are higher than 4.0, uh, we highly recommend installing a mitigation system. So in your house, if you have a 10 and the air exchanger is dropping it to say seven or eight, you're still well above Step in the right direction, yeah. but not but far not enough. Yeah, so test the home. 
And they can install a radon mitigation system, like Sarah said. It's a pipe. They started under the house. They route it up through the house or up the side of the house. And there's a fan in line that runs continuously. That fan pulls out air from under the house, and that stops the radon from coming into your then house. Then seeping into the house. And what's the old saying? Uh, concrete floor in the basement. There's only two types of concrete in Minnesota. Cracked and concrete that's going to crack. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've heard that one. And you have all these other openings in the foundation. Uh, some of our um, co- concrete block walls have hollow cores that reach down into the soil. Mm. We have sump uh, baskets with loose covers. We have openings under like bathtubs and stairs that you may not be aware of to the soil. Mm. We have crawl space. So on and on. So many yeah, Or, you know, most of us had... Uh, water uh, tile lines around the footings you know going to the sump pump if you had one well that's Mm -hmm. direct link right there from the soil right into your house then and i love dan's message that you just can't tell so the bottom line is test your home so come on into rice county public health again i'm going to give you our location (laughs) because we are located at 323rd street northwest we're on the lower level of that government services building, and we want the residents of Rice County to come on in and get a test kit. I drive by there quite often, so be forewarned, Sarah. Maybe uh, you got through to me. All They're right. Come and grab and the, our test kits are free. Oh. So oh. that helps, too. Maybe I'm not eligible. I lived in Rice County for 20 years. I work in Rice County, but I live in Lakeville. So. And really, the bottom line is we want people to test, regardless of where you are. So Rice County offers its free to... Um, People who come in. We do ask people to fill out a short form, but if the form says Lakeville on it, we are not going to judge Close you. Close enough to count. Yeah, we want if you. If you're to interested t- in getting people, as many people yeah. as possible, to test. Protect, and, promote, and prevent yeah. um, health issues. That's our motto. Do you have any idea on the people that test and maybe have never tested before? 5% that all once, boy, this might be elevated. We better follow up. Or is it 20%? Any ballpark figures on just how significant that risk might be? It's actually quite high in, across southern Minnesota. Um, anywhere from 50 to 80% of homes test above that action level of four. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Very common in southern Minnesota. This upper Midwest region, the Iowa into southern Minnesota and the Dakotas, have the highest radon levels in the country. With a, there's a couple of spots in southeast Pennsylvania that are higher, but at a state level, uh, this is the highest really part of the country. And it has a lot to do, again, with the geology and the, the glacial uh, movements thousands of years ago, depositing different types of rock materials in the soil. And plus, our homes, like I said, are closed up uh, for six plus months in the winter, a couple months in the yeah, summer. I was going to say, even in the summer, with everyone pretty much having air conditioners now, it just is closed up in uh, part of June, July, and August, probably as we are in the wintertime when it's cold. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, we, of course, we heat our homes, and that creates what's called the stack effect. So winter levels can be a little bit higher than summer. Our data indicates about... Um, 25% higher in the winter compared to the summer overall. Um, and then, again, that's because of the heating, drawing air in through the foundation and pulling radon gas from the soil. Boy, I guess I should have paid more attention all these years when Courtney had to. <laughs> uh, I think I'll swing in on the way home just before horns. We'll be ready for you. <laughs> There's some other things that we should have mentioned about. Uh, I'm just thinking... Is it a messaging problem that folks just don't know? Or, I, you know, after you being in studio, I know it was a problem. But, well, you know, 
people are busy and we have the air exchanger, so we should be fine. Yeah, I think you have the um, gist of it there. Like a lot of people make assumptions. I have an air exchanger, I have a tightly sealed house, or my neighbor's levels were low, and they don't want to think about it or worry about it or have to think about the possibility of having spent to spend money to fix it. Um, because it's naturally occurring, it's not created by human activity because you can't see it or smell it, because it's everywhere. Um, it tends to be one of those environmental issues that people don't think about as mm -hmm. much. There isn't like an outrage yeah. factor associated with it. It's just there, naturally occurring. You, it doesn't have an immediate effect. So it has all these features that uh, result in this perception that it's not a big issue or a big risk. When just in fact, because it's, it's natural doesn't mean it's good then, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Not natural things can be toxic to you. <laughs> Boy, that's mind-boggling. The stats are that high. And what's so sad is it's completely preventable. Mm -hmm. if, if we can continue to educate and maybe we accomplish something if Jerry and five other people say, well, maybe just for my peace of mind, I'm going to check. Yep, yep. Yeah, and I, I do just want to emphasize that we are here and ready for you at Rice County Public Health. So I told my coworkers I'm leaving for the radio show, and we always get a good response from the people of Rice County. So right now we have, um, it's uh, across the state of Minnesota, three and five homes test, sorry, two and five homes test high. In Rice County, we're three and five homes. So please come on in to our office. Again, we're at the Rice County Government Services Building, lower level. My coworkers are ready for you. So 323rd Street Northwest, test kits are free. We have all sorts of smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors. Do I yes. get any brownie points for that? Yes, yes, yes. Because that is prevention as well. Yeah. And we do spend money on things that prevent um, accidents or um, disasters in our homes, such as carbon monoxide detectors, um, fire extinguishers. We educate our children to go take swimming lessons yeah. to prevent drowning. So now we want to make mm -hmm. sure that people are paying attention to this odorless, colorless radon yeah. gas as well. Yeah, and there again, back to the regulations, when you're building a house, there's codes over how many smoke detectors you need and where they need to be. Yeah. And maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to say, hey, here's another rule in regulation. I'll never forget, got it. Jerry's always full of stories. When we were going to build a house 20-some years ago in Faribault, once you get the building permit, it was like, Fifteen or $1,800, and I thought it was, that's crazy. But then I saw the process work. The basement was done, had to be inspected. Then the walls went up, and because I don't know what a quality house is and what it isn't, or but mm -hmm. there was a, someone there just to make sure that there were reputable contractors, and that was the other key point you mentioned, Sarah, about Rice County. If you do test high, now you've got the next steps and the reputable companies that can help you mitigate it. Because yep. how do you know these days? Yep. And there is a list of um, mitigators that are across the state. So, um, Dan, I believe it's your unit that maintains that list at the Department of Health. And our staff are prepared to, somebody needs mitigation resources, give us a call and we can help point yeah, in the right there, direction. Again, we're all busy. And if you find it on the Internet, then it has to be true, right? <laughs> yeah, we actually, yeah, we license... Uh, and regulate the radon industry in Minnesota. We have for a few years now, including the people who test and the people who fix homes. And we do inspections as well. If you have a radon system installed, um, you can contact the Minnesota Department of Health Indoor Air Unit or Google MDH Radon Program. 
call or email us and we can come out and inspect uh, your radon mitigation system if it was installed well, recently. And it's a free inspection, yeah. by the way. We can do that. Yeah. There again, uh, sure, the taxpayer must be paying for some of this, but how much money are they going to save of people not having cancer or, yeah. you know, the things that the huge costs that you prevent down the road? Yeah. Yep. And again, it's that prevention aspect of things. It's hard to put a dollar on prevention because yeah. you don't always know what you're preventing. Or what dollar but, value to put on years of life without yeah. spouses or grandkids yep. or yep. kids and all that sort of thing. And I expect while they're at the Rice County Public Health, you could talk about a few other things too, Absolutely. as long as they're here and we have your attention. Absolutely. <laughs> Lots of resources for the people yeah. of Rice County across the lifespan. So if you're experiencing a need, just talk it through with one of our helpful yeah. staff. That's why you're there. And yep, and we'll help you, pr you problem solve. Can't believe we only have about 40 seconds left. Dan or Sarah, is there something we should have mentioned that we haven't quickly? Well, you mentioned new construction. Homes built in the last 15 years do have radon-resistant features. So your Ooh. house, I think, just missed that cutoff. It started in 2009. Well, but our house in Fer or in Lakeville now is only two years old. Okay, so, so it maybe... should be built radon-resistant. And so levels could be lower, but you should still There test. you go. You said should, and I won't know for sure till I visit Sarah's office, right? That's right. <laughs> See, yep. I learned something. <laughs> Thanks Come for coming by. in, Sarah. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. And here's the national news from ABC. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.